Wow. Haven't done one of these in a while. <laughs> but um but this is this particular one is really it could be it can be applied to everybody, but this is really a podcast to, to one person in particular. So let me begin. Um everybody in life faces hard times, difficult times, difficult times in their lives, uh, difficulty in making decisions, difficulty in, in taking care of themselves by having employment. Maybe they get sick and they lose their job. I mean, there's just a variety of things that people in common have to uh, endure throughout life. Uh, these things usually come at different times for for people. But almost everybody, to some degree, suffers the same things everybody suffers. Uh, poor health, employment, love lost, um, accidents. Um, those are the negative things. And then the, and the positive things, windfalls, a promotion, pregnancy, you know, various. So there's, there's a dichotomy between things that are positive and things that are negative. And the interesting thing, is, well, in fact, it's an irony, is sometimes the bad things happen that happen to us actually turn out to be beneficial to us. So bad things sometimes turn out to be good, or they affect the good in our life. Just that sometimes the good things end up being um, a bad thing in our life. Um, for instance, a good thing that can be bad is um, you're with a, a bunch of friends and you're partying and you're having, I've, I've saw this firsthand. Um, you know, you're partying with your friends, everybody's, you know, drinking and playing grab ass and all that stuff. You know, you're having a lot of fun and then things start winding down and it comes to, it becomes time to go and everybody gets in their car and people leave and this is a true story. And this one young man who had, just um, bought a wrecked pickup truck and did all the body work. I mean, you never would have known this vehicle had been in an accident um, because of um, what he did to it. Well, he got into it um, drunk and, and killed a family. Yeah. Um, and walked around like he was a specter. It was, it was sad. He was so depressed, he just wanted to die. Um, because of he killed a family driving drunk, um, and you know the the Air Force was going to court martial him for vehicular homicide, and that was hanging over his head. But the thing that hung over his head the most was the fact that he had killed this family. He really he really did um, feel badly about it. And some people don't. Some people just say, "Hey, it was an accident." He didn't view it as an accident. He viewed it as if I wouldn't have gotten into that truck drunk, I never would have had the accident and killed those people. So he took it very seriously. Now, sometimes bad things turn out to um, be very beneficial to us. And this has happened to me a few times in life. Um, I resigned from a company once because they were so corrupt. It was just amazing. And then months later, found out that they had fired nine managers, the upper, upper management got wind of what was going on in this organization. And a few months after I resigned, came through and fired nine of its managers who were engaged in some nefarious practices. When we are suffering um, because of decisions, 
we've made in our life. Um, maybe maybe we're suffering because the things we're doing in our life are not right. And and so, some people can do a lot of wrong things and, and never seem to really suffer. Uh, life just seems to go on for them. However, many of us, um, when we're making bad decisions and we're living our life contrary to how we're supposed to be living it, um, we're doing things we know we shouldn't do, and now we're suffering for it. Things don't seem to be working for us. Um, then all of a sudden, there's some light. All of a sudden, things, you know, gradually, things begin to work. Um, we begin to have opportunities, which, you know, help relieve our suffering and help take care of our needful things in life. When that occurs, and I've told friends of this before, because um, when friends have talked to me about this, I've tried to help them understand. Because there's a propensity with, with people that when they've suffered dramatically and then they have relief, they will automatically excuse their bad decisions and their prior behavior and just say, that didn't cause my suffering. Um, that that was, you know, that had nothing to do with why things weren't working out for me. They will immediately dismiss the decisions and the life they were living um, as being consequential to their suffering. Uh, they'll say, well, that had nothing to do with it. I mean, I've had people tell me this. Oh, no, I was, you know, I, I thought that what I was doing was causing me all this pain and suffering, but um, now I realize it wasn't. And I, you know, I just made some other bad decisions, and I said, you really don't understand that things are working out for you now and you need to make changes. You need to stick to the changes you, you need to make. You need to not go back and do the same things because if you do, it's going to result in you suffering the same way you did before. It's, it's like... I use the, the six-piece puzzle, you know, I use the six-piece children's puzzle analogy. Um, <laughs> I know it's, and I don't mean to be rude and crude or to be, to denigrate anybody, but I use that as an example of how simple it is, even for idiots, to put a six-piece children's puzzle together. Um, eventually. They're able to get the pieces in the right place. Not because there's only six pieces to choose from, but because eventually when they keep trying to put the pieces together, they only fit a certain way. And eventually they put the pieces where they belong because they won't fit any other way. That's it. Not because they're freaking smart or capable or, or world-class puzzle assemblers, nothing like that. It's just because there is a pattern to things that only fits a certain way in life to certain things. And one of the things is, is that if we have suffered because of our decisions in the way we've chosen to live our lives, and things begin to work out for us, unless we make the changes in our life to correct the bad decisions in the way we chose to live our life, things are not going to change for us. That temporary change that you're experiencing and the relief that you're now getting, you know, whatever it is, will be temporary. It will. It will not last. 
unless you make changes to your behavior, you're living your life, your decision, all these different things. You have to change everything that affected you not being successful before. Maybe you have to find new friends. Maybe you have to rethink your involvement with your family. Maybe you need to get more education. Well, whatever it is in your, in whatever you have identified or able to identify in your life that was consequential to you not being successful before, those same things will cause you to be unsuccessful again. It's just a matter of time. Um, no matter what it is, maybe in, in finding love or um, employment, uh, no, no matter, maybe building a nest egg, managing your money, whatever it is in your life that you did not live properly, if it's not corrected, it'll resurface again, and you will find yourself in those same set of circumstances all over again. But what will be different? You'll be older. You'll be more. You'll probably be more fatigued. You'll be tired. Um, that's the interesting thing about fighting the battles of life. When we keep fighting the same battles, we get tired. We lose. We lose hope to, of victory. Um, we start convincing ourselves that this is our life. This is just my life. This is what my life is, is has always been, and always will be. We keep, we begin to convince ourselves um, that this is it. This is just how things are. You know. Um, I remember years ago I had this friend, um, she, and she was a very good person. Um, now, granted, she wasn't some haughty, as people say. She wasn't freaking. She was attractive, but she certainly was outclassed by a lot of other women. And her hang-up in life was that she was not beautiful. <laughs> I don't understand this kind of stuff. but And she was lamenting to me one time, a shoulder to cry on kind of a thing, that um, she just couldn't. She said, I, you know, I never seem to be able to find anybody who's interested in me. Um, because this is what she said, because I'm not beautiful. And I, I was like surprised to say the least. So I said to her, you think that's what it is? You're not beautiful. That's why they, they're not interested in you. She said, yeah, it's obvious, George, look at me. And I said, I think you're attractive. And she said, well, of course you do. You're my friend. And I said, no, I don't. I said, limit. I don't patronize my friends. If I didn't think you were attractive, I wouldn't be able to say you're attractive, but you are. I said, I'll tell you what it is, in my opinion, your standards are higher. And the people that you associate with, those, you know, male and female, I said, those people have very low standards. So where a lot of these women that you are friends with will go off with a guy on the first date and screw him, you won't do stuff like that. I said, you're looking for a real relationship. You want to get married and all this. I said, these other girls, they just want to have fun. And if they like the guy, they let them screw her. And I said, and you're not that way. So why would you think those type of men would be interested in you? Now, I said, now, if you start going off and screwing them, you're going to be surprised how popular you're going to be. I was very frank with her. Well, another thing with her is she was not a flirt. She was not aggressive where these other women were aggressive. So I told her, I said, 
you're going to find eventually, and I've told my daughter this and I've told other women this, keep being who you are and you're going to attract the kind of person who wants you, who wants to be with you, who wants to marry you, all the good things. You're going to find that type of a person because we find the type of people we're most like. That's a fact. So if you discover that you attract or find yourself involved with people who are not um, high-quality people, then I would say to you, it's because you allow these people in your life. Um, you need to make the change of friends in your life. You need to set, you know, you need to have your established standards of I will do and I won't do. Um, I, that's how I raise my kids. You should, there should be a line down the middle. Things that you know you should do and things you know you shouldn't do. And you should strive to choose to do only the things you know you should do and avoid the things that you shouldn't do. Because whether it's the things, whether you pursue the things you should do or you pursue the things you shouldn't do, either one of those categories has become a habit. And what is habit? You've heard me say this before. A thought turns into action. Action turns into behavior. Behavior turns into a routine. And routine establishes our character. We become the kind of person we think, and we become the kind of person we, that we act. So our thoughts and actions are going to develop our character, good or bad. Now, character usually implies good, but there are people who are bad characters. Um, Anyway, so I'm going to wrap this up because it's my grandson's birthday. And I got to go get a present taken to him. And he lives like about 100 miles away, 80 miles, something like that. So I've got to get going. But here's what I'm trying to say. When, if you've gone through very difficult circumstances and now things are beginning to break for you, things are beginning to happen, you're getting some relief all that type of stuff. There's changes in your life that are positive. They will be temporary unless you make permanent changes in your in your life, in your decisions, the way you're living your life, unless you make positive changes to the things you did before, which helped get you in the situation you're in, it'll be temporary, very temporary. Um, and you will find life will eventually, in a very short period of time, life will go back to what it was before, and you'll find yourself in the same circumstances of want and disappointment and fear and disillusionment. That's what happens. If you make the changes and you go on with your life, the opportunity will continue to grow. And the satisfaction will last, the fear will subside, and you will feel like you have control over your life. Because if you don't take control of your life, life will take control of it. Other people will take control of it. Situations will take control of it. You have to take control of your life. Yeah. And you have to make changes. And this applies to me, too. I've made tremendous changes, which I've never shared with people. You wouldn't even imagine the stuff I did. But I changed, yeah, and it has made all the difference. All right, that's it.
now you have to decide what you're going to do. That's all I can say. All right, goodbye.